Oh, what was that? Apparently, like, yes, <laughs> I, apparently they heard we're going to start and they, they cracked them up. I'm going to mute myself now. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Seifch. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Broen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You can find me on Twitter also at Dynasty Madman. And Shane Manila. And Shane, before you go, I was already going to let everybody know that I know you've done a couple shows this week and you've had some sound situations because you have your windows open. And and then I was going to make a joke about it. And then right as we get ready to start, then we start hearing your kids. So <laughs> They're playing. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> the whole one bedroom apartment thing is not great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, I, I did a you know grand control earlier this week, and the cops were going by while I was doing it. Uh, apparently, they were chasing someone. Um, How fitting! Yeah, then I did a podcast yesterday, um, uh, and uh, same thing. Cops apparently were chasing someone. And then five minutes ago, while you were off in the bathroom, me and Jeremy were talking, and from what it sounded like, a helicopter was landing on top of my building. It was. It was loud as hell. I live in a half decent area. Like I, li- you know, there's trees and parks, and it's you know it's nice. But every time I jump on any kind of podcast, apparently it turns into a war zone. And then yeah, I have my children here who are D-M-D. my children, so they're they're especially loud. <laughs> and it doesn't help that you live in a building where you can't control the heat. So no, 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 that is awesome. It sucked. And that's probably something I should have looked into or asked, uh, before I moved in because it is roughly a million degrees in my apartment and I got the windows open and it is 30 degrees outside. Oh and, my God. It's uh, wild. I couldn't even yeah. imagine, you know, living down here in South Florida, we've joked about it. I've never seen snow, but I can't handle the cold. Every time I, you say that, I laugh out loud. You've never seen snow. I'm wearing socks right now, and it's 72 in my house right now. So it's like I'm cold. Um, I, I saw that it snowed this weekend for the first time for football. We had a football game that was in the snow, right? The was a Denver game was in the snow. So we're in right. that time of the year where now on top of we have to worry about COVID. We have to worry about injuries. We have to worry about bye weeks. Now we have to worry about really bad weather in these games right snow day <laughs> and we had some more people hurt this week and we had some people that were supposed to be coming off of injury and COVID and are not and it, it, there's just so many different players going all around right now it, especially like michael thomas and he was supposed to be back and he's not and joe mixon's supposed to be back and he's not it's just been really crazy. Tell me about it. I try, I set my lineups on Thursday, and this week I was in good shape. I did it early. I had them done without rushing at the last minute right before the games, you know, kick off, before the game kicks off. And um, then I looked today, and I'm like, you know, I got to spend my weekend on practically every roster and adjust it because of all the players that were going to go and now are not. It's not even, you know, or COVID, just something new. It wasn't even like the guys that had been injured. I'm just like, man, it never ends. It's like, you cannot. You may not submit an, a lineup because you have a freaking injured reserve violation. I'm like, ever. I mean, you know, you can't just go in and set your lineup. You have to like play around with it and move guys up and down, drops and adds, and now this. Like, come on. Yeah, I was all hopeful um, when I was setting my lineups Wednesday night. I said, uh, Sanders will be back. Mixon will be back. Uh, Michael Thomas <laughs> mm-hmm. will be back. Exactly. Uh, nope. But you know what? That's fine because that gives us uh, Gio Bernard. That gives us uh, Boston Scott and Marquez Callaway. And that's that's part of the Joy Dynasty, right? Is yeah. That if it weren't for Dynasty, 
how many people would truly, truly, truly care about the open art? <laughs> You'd be on the waiver wires instead picking them up, and you get to celebrate when they're already on your roster like that. I mean, you right. know, if you have a deep roster, you benefit from these things over the attrition over the course of a season if you do have a deep team. it's It really affects the team's more that don't you know um other leagues where they're shallow or teams that have are top heavy and we have i'm in leagues where teams are top heavy and the teams that maybe are the best ones are are even top heavy and in one where i'm commissioner a guy was like pleading with me to increase the number of injured reserve spots i'm like no nah, man this this league is deep enough with the Devi spots and and you know rookies able to be on Devi. there's seven spots there all, all you know four or whatever of our ir spots I'm like i'm not going to do that because if i do the teams that invested in depth are going to be affected. It's going to benefit you, you know, the deeper teams, because you're going to get to go and auction bid on players and, and boost yourself. And I, I don't want to, I, I want to reward the people who planned ahead. I feel like I'm giving too much of a, you know, a, a benefit to the best teams if I, or the, the shallowest teams if I do that. I think it's interesting too, because as a commissioner, there's so many different ways to handle this situation. And with all the different leagues that we're in, some of them increased them, some didn't. You know, when you mentioned right. about Geo, my friend Greg, he he is like excited, so excited that Geo played because he has him on his roster. He's always loved him. And he actually started him last week. But, you know, we're making these jokes about how every day it's different. Shane, you even just said it just now when you said we have Geo Bernard and we have this person, that person. You said we have Marquise Calloway. Well, as of this morning, Marquise Calloway is out. So you don't have him, and now it's Deontay yeah, Harris. But but now it's Deontay Harris. And 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 I saw Deontay Harris being picked up on a bunch of rosters today off a of waiver. So it's it's actually not a daily thing. It's like maybe a an hourly thing where you have to keep on top of these guys. Keep your head on a pivot. Um, be ready to drop and add people, man. That's all it is. It definitely you know, we got one guy um, that I actually did a write-up on uh, this week on Dynasty League Football that I know everyone's excited for is uh, Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds, <laughs> baby. Yeah, we we talked Dude, about everybody. him. A yeah, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago. I I know Chase, uh, Jeremy, you have him, and I have him on all, almost all of my rosters. I had him for a while, so for me, it's been really good. But yeah, J Jeremy, you were talking before the show that you had some questions about people coming at you for him. Oh yeah, one guy relentlessly, but in multiple leagues where I own Edmonds, yeah, they're they're just um, they want him so bad. And, and in this one league, it's a team that's at the top, you know, second or third in the standings that wants to. Um, go for it all and will not stop bothering me for Chase Edmonds. I mean, all week long. And um, still the best offer I got was, um, you know, Michael Gallup and um, a plus like a, a low pick and then, you know, a second and a third for Edmonds. Um, and I can't get anything that I want. And so I, I was really going to ask you guys what you think. And I'll, I'm assuming that Edmonds may not be a long-term starter, <clears throat> I mean, if you think he's going to be a long-term starter, then that changes things. He's, you know, worth more, right? So I, we, we don't know if he's going to get replaced. I'm assuming that, you know, if it doesn't work out with Kenyon Drake, they're going to draft somebody. They're going to bring in a back. I mean, I like Chase Edmonds, but should I just get something for Chase Edmonds now for next year since I'm not going to win this league? Should I take a second or third? Should I take Gallup in a fifth? Should, what, you know, what what would you guys do with him? How low, what would you take in, in a league that doesn't offer any premiums for running back outside of PPR? There's no point per carry in these leagues. I'm talking about trading him in. Um, he's just getting standard 
uh, running back points and, and PPR. But you're saying the the guy's coming at you and he has a good team? What is your team like? Yeah, I am not in, in the league that this guy's coming after me pretty hard. I am not in competition. I'm in competition for like the third pick overall. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So that makes a difference too. So what do you think, Shane? I mean, so what are we looking at here? What's he going to give you? What's the pick? How high? Uh, 2022, you know, second and a 2022 third. So it's not even the 2021 yeah. draft. So there's those those. Oh, picks. 2022. And, <laughs> yeah, and they won't be high. The best offer I got was Michael Gallup. Um, I think I think straight up because originally wanted Chase Edmonds and my third or fourth for Gallup, and I I don't have any interest in Michael Gallup long term really. Although I would maybe consider trading Edmonds straight up for Gallup, but I just feel like I could get something a little better from somebody that needs a running back. Is Gallup enough? I don't. I mean, he's the third receiver on his own team, ain't he? I know what yeah, I think. Right now, but... I mean, I'm you know I'm a I'm a Michael Gallup fan. I, I've traded for him a couple times um, during the season, okay. uh, even knowing that. I, I don't expect his, his numbers to, to look very good this year with Andrew Dalton and um, uh, Danucci's pizza. But <laughs> right, Danucci. that said, in your specific situation, I'm fine with trading him. But the thing is, I wouldn't trade him for 2022 picks now. Definitely. I mean, I, you know me. Usually I default on a guy like Chase Edmonds to I want a second rounder, right? That's sure. usually what I want. I think Edmonds has more utility than that, and I want him uh, on my roster because he's a guy that I could see, even if he doesn't take over the backfield, I think it's it's always going to be at least a split backfield with him, right? I don't think yeah. there's any circumstances where we're going to see like he did. You know, he had one game last year. <clears throat> Excuse me, he had one game last year where for some reason they gave him 27 rushing attempts, yeah. um, and he balled with it, 126 yards. I don't think that's what we're going to see. Um, the rest of his career, he's never had more than eight carries a game, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. I think he's a guy that you should get him eight carries a game and five to six targets a game. And he's got RB2 uh, value. For and sure, then, I agree. And because he's so efficient, he's going to have weeks like he did last week where he blows up. Um I think he dropped 20, yeah, 21 and a half points. He had seven receptions for 87 yards. He's an excellent receiver, and that's without a touchdown. But, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I don't want to move him for 2022 picks. You hear me and Mike talk about – you make the joke that Mike might be dead by 2022. Um, (laughs) But no joke. Like, we don't know what's going to be going on. It's 2021 I get. I'll trade things for for picks in the upcoming draft for sure. But two years out, I mean – well, my, my opinion for it, Shane, I agree with what you're saying. I, I personally like to have him on my roster. That's why I have him in so many places. And if you, when you were talking about what he's done so far, I mean, just this year when they, they have had Kenyon Drake in and out of the lineup and everything, four of his six games are double digit games, you know, so he is worth something. So yeah, it, if, Right. Two out of his last three weeks, he had 20 points. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, but maybe, like Shane was starting to allude to, is maybe get something else. You got this guy that's coming at you. Okay, he's coming at you. But do do like Shane. Send Drake to every single person in the league. Look at some of the teams that are on the top and see if you could get something better I did. than yeah, Michael Gallup, you know? I sent offers out to, you know, the, the, the top teams. And, um, of course, you know, the teams at the bottom probably don't have any interest. So I just focus on the upper team. And he's the only one that has uh, carried out dialogue. I don't know that anybody else up there 
really wants him. I'll certainly continue, and I am still sending offers to to this guy. But the best I got was just not. I mean, I don't want Gallup. I, I right. think you know, even next year, I don't see him scoring the kind of points that I, I may as well just keep trying to trade Edmonds because Gallup's not going to help me this year. Um, I'm not going anywhere this year. So, and they said that Kenyon Drake's going to miss multiple weeks. Yeah, so you so know, he if he has a couple more good weeks too, then yeah, you might yeah, even get some more. Now, yeah, yeah. The you time really is now, right? And it's, you know, if you have, you know, if you have Chase Edmonds on your roster, this is kind of why you had him, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. That's why I and, had him. <laughs> you know, and and you didn't keep him on your roster so you could trade him for 2022 picks. Now, if it's a 2022 first, that's one thing. You know what I mean? I can talk myself into that. I know a lot yeah, of people, yeah, for sure. I would a lot do that, of people yeah. are like, oh, it's too far away for first round. So the real actual value is a blah, 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 whatever. I can't figure out math like that. Okay. My brain, <laughs> I'm not big brained. Um, as my kids would say, I'm not big brained. I, you know, if it's a 2022 first, fine. But that's, that's the starting point. You know what I mean? For me, there's a, you know, where Michael Gallup, I do like Michael Gallup, uh, looking on the dynasty league football, uh, trade finder, someone traded him for Brandon. Ayuk. I'm good with that. But then someone else traded him for Russell Gage. Like why? Yeah. 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 Like this is, you know, you, you made an investment in a player, right? I don't think anyone drafted Chase Edmonds thinking like he's going to be your running back one, right? No one did that. But you invested in him either for this exact circumstance so that he can start for you for a couple weeks or so that you can cash out high. Russell Gage is not cashing out high no. under any circumstance. No, he just went backwards getting yeah. Russell Gage for Chase Edmonds. Like, yeah, and that's not – yeah, it's not even lateral. Definitely. Like, you know, Gallup could be argued that it's a lateral move. Like, you know what I mean? I can see that where it's like, all right, I don't want to do that. Um, but trading him for Russell Gage is just that that's a loss. And I won't mention the person's name. And if they listen to the show, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that trade sucks. But but he, the other thing with him, though, also is he isn't a guy that was on waivers. This isn't a guy that you were able to pick up in week two or three. He was on right. rosters in the offseason. Everybody yes, had him. And there was also some talk about him sharing with Kenyon Drake. In the summer, too. It wasn't something that he's come out of nowhere where you were able to pick him up off of waivers and now you're trying to cash out. Like you say, people already had an idea of what he can and what he can be. Um, you when He's also on a bye this week, too. You know, yeah, so, so there's nothing that's going to really change in his value between now and next week anyway. So I don't know that you really need to do anything right this second, you know? Right. Is is there a lot of trades for him, Shane, on there? Because now what they're saying about Kenyon Drake, it, it, was there a lot of movement or is there just a few? Uh, there's been over, good Lord. Uh, <laughs> um, it, today's about the 30th. Yeah. Uh, uh, going behind the soup here for uh, people. Yeah. Um, there's been over 30 trades this week. Wow. Involved. Okay. This week, yeah. So, this week. a lot. So clearly he's a coveted asset. Right. But to me, I could get a second rounder for him next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, like, exactly. There's no there's exactly. no impetus to sell for a second rounder. If I'm not going to cash out high now, I'm never going to cash out high on Chase Edmonds. And, you know, to me, either you're cashing out high on him or you're using him on a contending roster. Exactly. Are my two. That's it. Yeah. Even with a, a, a poor roster, I'll hold him till next year. Because, yeah. you know, he's going to be in a similar circumstance next year probably. Or – 
like we just said, his value can only increase. Kenyon Drake's a free agent after this year. Kenyon Drake hasn't been very good. Uh, Chase Edmonds is, you know, yards per carry is a skewed stat. I get that. He He's, you know, averaging 6.1 yards per carry where, you know, uh, Kenyon Drake's averaging 4.3 on the same team. I'm sure, you know, maybe the downs and distances are different. He's a far better receiver than Kenyon Drake. Um, he's outscored him. He's outscored him in fantasy even before this week. He was outscoring him, you know, by fantasy points per opportunity. I just there's there's no impetus to sell him right now. Yeah. I, I will let him, you know, again, if I get a first, fine. You know what I mean? But it's gotta be at least a first. If you're not giving me at least a first, then we really don't need to talk and I don't care <laughs> that um, you know, that I'm not gonna win. Now I say this and I did actually trade him for a second in a sleeper league today. <laughs> um, wait, wait. So you just said all of that, yeah, and, and then you did it. I did. No, no, no. Don't oh do what I did. I, you know, look. I did one of those like, you know, I'm proud of and I looked at it, and I was like, yeah, sure. And then oh as soon God. as I did it, I went, wow, oh, what the, f- dude? Why'd you do that? Yeah, I'm like, trying to avoid that. On your team. But that's so, so funny. Wait, maybe that's why I'm so passionate about it. Is because um, you did the you mistake know, today. To learn from you, okay. So you know, there is one thing though. I and Jeremy, we've already discussed. That I agree with him. Everything about that. We've talked about Chase, you and I, for a lot of time. So I, I agree with that. I wouldn't trade him for more than a first. But there's, there's a player that's probably way more popular and on way more people's rosters than Chase Edmonds that I've been seeing a lot of questions about lately, and that's Michael Thomas. Like you even mentioned it earlier today. People thought he was going to play this week, and now he's not again. So he hasn't played since week one. A lot of people invested a lot in him over the summer, myself included, on any of the startups we did. Remember, Jeremy, I picked him in the first round, and you were like, oh, you're getting too much Michael Thomas, whatever. But yes. th- but I've seen a lot of people now questioning whether they should move on from him now. And I wanted to know what you two guys think about whether you should move on from him. And if you do move on from him, what are you looking to get for him? And what do you think you can get for him? I'm just going to say I'm not going to get rid of him right now. I'm just going to hold unless something cha- you know about his health drastically changes. Assuming he comes back fully healthy and all that, I- I'm keeping him because I-, I feel like I'd be selling him at – I'd be selling him a little too low right now. Plus, he's one of my favorite players, and I think he's going to rebound just fine. So, I mean, if you're on a contending team, you might have to consider doing that. It's definitely affecting my contending rosters, right? I mean, that's a huge piece to lose. Um, if I still had a chance, I think, to win the title, I might I might consider moving him at that point so I could get something that I could you know, use now to win. But that would be the only case I would do it is if I think I got a shot at the title and he's going to help me and I don't have him. Otherwise, I'm probably just going to hold. I'm not moving him now. And if you did move him, what would you move him for? I don't. I don't know, man. Um, you know, we talked about Juju Smith-Schuster, and what would be the lowest you'd take for him? You're certainly going to want more than you'd take for Juju, um, which is a couple of firsts. You're talking about a perennial, you know, top five guy, one of the best wide receivers in the league year after year. So you're you're going to have to get some first round picks and a, and a player. I mean, I don't know. You probably asked Shane. He's probably already traded Mike. Well, that's what I was that, this week, Like this week. So Shane, so what's your <laughs> answer then for this? <laughs> I have not traded Mike Thomas. You should have saw his um, face. He's just like false swinging his fingers around and everything. Uh, like he was insulted. Uh, no, I did not. I, um, like, you know, I, Michael Thomas is a guy that, uh, I, and if he's listening to this show, no disrespect, don't come beat my ass or anything. Bro. Um, cause you know, Shane he's Manila. Like, I ain't trying to 
him. I'm not calling him slant boy. I'm not. I'm not saying that his a dot is four yards an attempt, and that the only reason that he's you know uh, been a fantasy superstar is because Drew Brees can't throw more than 11 yards downfield. Oh I'm God. not saying that. Some other people might say that, but I wouldn't say that because yeah. I ain't having they that. They do say that. My yeah. ass. Um, so now you you've gone like that. that way. Come back, and what do you say? Um, what do you really feel? What do you think? Yeah. What are you, you going to do? Now, I'm, unless I'm unless someone's willing mm-hmm. to give me AJ Brown, um, DK Metcalf, and something else, um, I might as well hold because his value at the moment it, it can't be lower than what it is, right? You right. got to think would, at some point he's going to come back. I mean, this is a guy that you know what his ADP was what the uh nine nine five something like that or he was like no that's not right he was like you know he's a first round startup pick this year and every every startup draft yeah i took him in the first round every time i never did (laughs) um because i've never been a michael thomas guy even last year when i'm like yeah that's incredible he's incredibly consistent when you're getting 30 targets a game yes um (laughs) yeah dude's money but there's no re- – again, same thing. If you're going to sell now, you're probably selling at a loss. So the only way I'm going to sell him is if I can get something similar to what I would have gotten in the summer for. Right. Right. Or, or wait till he comes back and then, okay, I'm done with this guy. But not now. Like, but, you know, right. I mean, it's not really good timing for him. Well, it right. was a question. It was a question that we received quite a few times to our oh. – to. Uh, that's why I was asking. And the, the there's another player too. And it's been a few weeks now since he's been out of people's memory at least. And that's why it's been coming up a lot lately. And we're like getting to that halfway point. But not a wide receiver but a running back with Saquon Barkley. We did have oh, a couple man. people that asked us this week in the Patreon chat. And um, I got a DM. We got him over to the thing. But people are looking to move Barkley now on teams where they are out of it, you know, and they're looking to move him. And we've talked in the past about the difference between wide receivers and running backs. So do you have the same feelings about Barkley that you do about a wide receiver like Michael Thomas? Um, what do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I mean, I do. I know we talked about this. Like, it, I feel like at this point, um, if I'm out of contention, especially, I'm going to just hold on to him, which which I'm doing in a couple leagues because I'm not able to get, you know, what I want for him or what would be valuable for me just, you know, this season to compete or just, you know, to get away from him and get, get something else. Nobody's giving up enough. In fact, I, as soon as you started asking about Barkley, I remember that I got a trade offer of Barkley traded to me for um, a couple of players. And I remember kind of laughing about it, knowing that I'm unable to trade him and what this person wanted. I was just going to share it with you if I can find it. Um, but I, I don't have a problem trading him away, but it's kind of the same thing. I, I, I've tried in our leagues with, you know, we play some competitive people and I think it's DD2 or goats versus pros. You know, one of those leagues where we're playing with a bunch of people, podcasters and stuff, it's pretty tough, you know, competition and nobody's given stuff away for for Barkley not now I mean maybe they will but they're certainly not doing it now when I want to trade him right if I'm gonna wait till the end of the year I'm just gonna keep him right Uh, hope he comes back soon Shane I'm not yeah at this point I lucky you know I'm I'll probably sell him but it's gonna depend on cost again like it's got to be something that I think is gonna drag me to the playoffs this year and it's got to be something that I think, you know, can help me into next year. Um, so at a minimum, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, guys like that, at a minimum. And even then, I'm thinking really hard about it before I pull that trigger. Um, 
me being me, I want a couple different pieces for Saquon just so I can um, kind of insulate the risk. Um, you know, if one thing doesn't work. Um, so now I'm, I'm not looking to sell him. Uh, I still have him on some rosters, but I'm not, I'm not really looking to sell him. The reason I ask you also is we actually, it was kind of, it was kind of a specific question, but it wasn't really a specific question because it wasn't an offer on the table. It was an offer presented to them that he was discussing. But one of our patrons asked uh, whether we would be interested if we w- if he should move Barkley for Juju and DK Metcalf. That was the question he had asked. And he said there wasn't an offer on the table. He said it was a discussion he was having with the person and would we think it was a good move to do? Look, I, I'm fine with it. I mean, you know, I'm still high on Juju, even though there's legitimately no reason to be this year. Right. Um, and, and frankly, coming off of last year either. But uh, I'm still, I'd still be fine with that. Yeah, I, I'd make that. I actually agree with you, Shane. Um, you know, I mean, you guys know I don't, most of my teams, I don't spend a lot of money on running backs. I might have one really good one, Dalvin Cook or something, and then a bunch of bodies. And sometimes you've seen in like um, a couple of the HQ leagues, I have like four running backs. And some of them, I'm lucky if I have two to start every week, like two good ones, so I float one when I can. So you guys know I'd be fine with moving a running back theoretically anyway, but to get two players that I think highly of in, in, in the league, young guys like that, Juju and DK, I yeah, I think I think that's the kind of thing I would like to get. Or you mentioned Dalvin Cook. I'd rather have Dalvin Cook. Um, but those two wide receivers I think is fair. Try to get more. I mean, maybe you can, but – I would love to have those young receivers and then just draft a running back. And who knows, maybe this kid, the person who asked has other running backs and would be fine and can compete this year with DK Metcalf and, you know, doesn't have the, that, you know, worry next year because he's got enough backs in the future. Draft one. Yeah, see, for Sounds me, good. I used to be the running back guy. Like, I always had all the running backs. <laughs> Jeremy's, Jeremy's head's going up and down, you know. But over the past couple of years, especially the way it works out with these wide receivers, yes, granted, Michael Thomas is hurt right now, so he's not playing. But a lot of times the wide receivers are more reliable to be in my lineup than these running backs. I mean, we're, I know we have COVID and all this kind of stuff, but we're in October and everybody's all excited about starting Giovanni Bernard and Chase Edmonds in their starting lineups this week, you know? So it, it, no matter whether Barkley is the greatest running back to ever play or not for fantasy, whatever, I think I would definitely rather have those two wide receivers than have Barkley on my roster because... We've said it for years. By the end of the season, you're starting the third, fourth string running backs. It's it's just crazy how that works. You're right. But you're not and starting if, the fourth string wide receiver by the end of the year, you know? Probably because you have usually have better depth there by nature because there's so many of them. But also, you know, if you um, if you're starting 11 players, let's say, because we have IDP leagues where we're definitely starting 11 players. Right, right. And, you know, if you have a bye week and can't float that one super flex quarterback out, it's nice in general, when you have 11 or when you don't have a quarterback to be able to have, oh, wow, I've got DK and Juju instead of that one running back. Yeah. It's helpful the deeper your starting lineup is. So I think there's some occasion where you wouldn't have to justify moving Barkley for those two guys. Those are good young receivers. I I don't have a problem with it. You think you could get more than Barkley? Because I'm having trouble moving Barkley right now for for DK Metcalf and Juju Smith-Schuster. I I mean, I wish someone would make me an offer like that. Really? You know. Or let me do 
there's one other thing that you just said too. The the we always talk about how everybody's settings are different and their rules are different, but not only the amount of players you start like 11 or 10 or 12 whatever, but also the the breakdown of what you can start. You know, in some of our leagues, the the five listener leagues we did, we mixed it up a little bit. But, you know, if there's leagues where you must start two running backs and then your flexes or you could do 1-1-1 one, one, one and all the flexes. So, in a league where you only have to start one running back, then yeah, that seems like that would definitely be a move to do. But if you're in a league where you have to start two and then three wide receivers, then maybe there might be a little wiggle room there of whether you would do it or not, you know? And you're for, right, man. for you to try to move them for those two guys, yeah, you know, it would be great. And especially you like that. But then you, you got to see if there's people in your league that would be willing to do something like that, you know? When I see that only I only have to start one running back, you know, the one to six, uh-huh. one to seven, whatever, and yep. the, those flex, it could be across positions. But I specifically look, look at running back. And when I see I only have to start one running back, I'm like, <laughs> I, I mean, I celebrate. I'm like, yes, because like you, you made this league for me. Like, thank you. It is cool that way. And we even talked about it last week, Shane, where in one of the ones we have to start two and I had six and five of them were off. So I had to pick somebody up and you were like making fun of me about the player I picked up. But I was like, literally, it's the only player on waivers that is a startable player. He gets one point, but I have to I have to put in two or it doesn't give me a legal lineup and I can't put a buy player in. It won't let me do that. So you're right. Sometimes it gets screwed up when you have to start two. So so we do have a bunch of trades here to go over. And uh, but before we go over the trades we have, we have a listener trade, right, Shane? Yeah, we got a listener trade. What is it? Oh, uh, <laughs> this is from at Tulo1081. You're like, uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> and he says, I'll pref- the, preface this by saying, and uh, let me just say, like, really, dude, you got to use preface? Like, have you ever heard me read? Like, I'm basically illiterate, and you're going to throw that in the tweet. But anyway. It's so funny that you said it because I wanted to say something, but I wasn't going to say anything about you reading it. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll preface this by saying I definitely overpaid. 12-team PPR, one quarterback, sitting at 6-1. and one. I'm going for it all this year, but I think this gives me a great team for two to three years. Team comment is in the thread. I'm not going to read all that. That's a lot of work. Um, <laughs> so on the one side, you have Tom Brady and Devontae Adams. And on the other side, you have who I'm going to assume is Matt Ryan, Ronald Jones, Amari Cooper, a late 2021 first, and a likely late 2022 first. So two firsts, Amari Cooper, Ronald Jones, Matt Ryan for Devontae Adams and Tom Brady. I don't know, man. That's six of one half dozen of the other. I mean, those picks sound nice. You go, Mike. I see Amari Cooper there and Matt Ryan or Tom Brady. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of the thing. In in that case, you know, the Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, one way or the other, even long term, it's still one way or the other. So it's kind of Ronald Jones, Amari, a 21 first and a 22 first for Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. <laughs> yes. And I mean, Devontae Adams obviously is the stud this year. He's racking up the points like crazy. I mean, oh, by the way, we didn't mention it, but you cannot think that uh, Tyler Lockett will get 60 points every week. <laughs> I mean, that, oh, no. <laughs> that was the most insane <laughs> score. I don't know if that happened to either one of you two guys, but I ended up playing against Tyler Lockett yes. in two leagues and I lost. And I played against uh, freaking... Um, 
uh, Devonte Adams, who scored forty points in a couple leagues, so it was kind of bad. Even against a team I, I expected to beat pretty handily, I lost because Tyler Lockett was in. But then I have him on team two, so it kind of evens out. <laughs> but yeah, you love you love to see that. The worst thing is when you see a player go off like that and they're on your bench because you want to yeah. kick your own ass. Well, like, you know, I, I, it was you funny because bench Tyler Lockett. What? Yeah, you're not going to bench him. No, but, no. You know, you, but, but it is funny. I woke up the next morning because I didn't see that whole game. And I woke up the next morning uh, where Troy uh, had tweeted out, hey, I beat FF Blitz and HQ4. And I went, what? How? And I looked and he had 62.86 out of Tyler Lockett. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll definitely make it a little hard to overcome. <laughs> it was crazy. But I don't know. So for me, like you say, Jeremy, it's it depends. Which side is he, though? Because like on one side, you're you're... Uh, no, I mean, if you're going to talk about your starting lineup, I'd rather have Devonte Adams in my starting lineup than Ronald Jones and Amari Cooper. So that yeah, that would be I it. Think, I think he, that's. I think he's the Brady side. Um, yeah, he did put his team in the uh, in the comments. So I but you I didn't put that on the show sheet. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that you said right. at the beginning oh, you didn't want to read the the comments, <laughs> but that would be helpful. <laughs> So his yeah. team now, I think, is <laughs> Tom Brady, uh, Sam Darnold, uh, Ceh Hunt, Dobbins, Henderson, Madison, and his wide receivers. I love this: Adams, Lockett, McLaurin, Ridley, Chenault, and Mike Williams. Oh yeah, so he's got to keep the Devonte Adams side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't We're need. I think all three of us are both are. All... <laughs> Did you say all three of us both? <laughs> all three of us are both. Um... All three of us both agree. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, anyway, all three of us, I think, are of the mind of we're fine with strengthening a strength. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. You know, look, I understand that you, you, on certain days you go to the gym, you're supposed to work your, your legs and all that. But I get the just wanting to keep, keep getting those biceps and those those triceps kind of kind of thick. You know what I mean? So I'm fine. Look, I've always said it's okay to kill an ant with a sledgehammer. So you always say that. When yeah, does that even come yeah, up in conversation? That's actually a saying that um, oh. I say to my children, and then they look at me very confused, and they're like, "I don't, I don't know what you're talking about." You don't need I a sledgehammer to kill an ant, kids. <laughs> well, the other thing too, like even trade, I think. yeah, right. yes, and even with the Ronald Jones thing, I mean, that's so confusing. What's going on there? You know, Leonard Fournette yep. comes back from injury and he plays really great, and then it's like it's not like Ronald Jones is a guaranteed must start every single week, or maybe so, he is. But I you know, definitely feel more comfortable with Devontae Adams. Well, now you brought that up, so you're going to make me angry. So good, I hadn't even thought about <laughs> Bruce Arians' stupid fucking ass. <laughs> For a couple weeks, yeah. He got Ronald, you going, Jones, Ronald Jones, right? He yes. goes out there three weeks in a row, uh-huh. and puts up over a hundred yards rushing, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Three weeks in a row, my dude drops one f-ing pass, and you decide, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It's it's time to get Leonard Fournette in there, and Leonard Fournette is going to be our receiving back in the two minute drills too. Yes. Because what? Because why? Because he's not efficient. He does nothing with it. He, he gets the right. ball and falls down. Like, the mm-hmm. dude can run in a straight line very well. I get that Ronald Jones drops passes. I get that. I understand that. That's frustrating. Um, he's also a far superior back to Leonard Fournette. <laughs> and the fact that Bruce Arians has his head so far up his ass that you can see his can go out of his nose 
it just pisses yeah, right. me off so much. And so, but, but, and then that, that's where it comes into play. Regardless of what we believe, regardless of whether you believe Ronald Jones is a superior running back, all that matters is availability and not availability, but, um, what the coach thinks. The flexibility is but, availability. Right, but no, it's it's yeah. What what the game plan? What the coach thinks is yeah. I couldn't think of what the word is, but it all matters what the coach thinks. And if the coach is going to play both of them or play one over the other, it doesn't matter whether you think the guy's better or not. Apparently, she just made our point for us. I mean, honestly, like when you look at Brady and Adams, and then you think about Chris saying, "I'm sitting at six and one. I'm going forward all this right. year. I, that's all I need." Brady and Adams. I don't want that other stuff. Who know? I mean, I'm not worried about two or three years yet. I'm worried about staying six and well not staying six and one but staying with the one loss winning it all and brady and adams dude if you were worried about next year and you weren't fighting for the title then fine but brady and adams are the out of all this package here those are the two things that are probably going to get you the title well you brady right now yeah the the qb9 points per game this year 25.7 a game he's loving him some florida ain't he yeah Yeah, he's doing well he's so he's outscoring matt ryan by three full points yeah not bad not bad and Devontae adams i i I didn't look but is he the wide receiver one overall that's what they were saying on the radio today when i was driving around they said he was the number one well yeah he's right there yeah, maybe Tyler Lockett jumped in with his 62 yeah, points. Tyler Lockett. Okay, Adams, it's still 26.2 okay. points a game. 26.2 right. points a game. And, I mean, every week he goes out there, he's good for at least 15. Yeah. Like he, he's and one of those is playing few... so well right now, too. It's, it's, right. it's a good synergy right there. One of the few wide receivers that's actually consistent. So, he's more consistent than Michael Thomas was, even. And Michael Thomas was a monster last year as far as consistency so you can get Devonte adams on your team i mean the guy's got a giant ceiling and he has a, a great floor like there's just nothing not to love there but you started to talk about bruce aarons and you were talking about the ronald jones and leonard fournette but the other part that's going on with that team also is the wide receivers i mean mike evans has been non-existent now for two weeks and brady's been throwing it to different wide receivers every single week and now they've signed antonio brown who antonio brown's going to come in next next week and start playing as well you know we've made jokes down here in florida for a million years or at least 20 years that you can't trust a new england patriot offensive player because bill belichick changes it every single week but now here we are and it's tom brady as the quarterback but it's like tom brady changes it every single week of who he's gonna freaking throw the ball to so i did see even on twitter this week where there was a lot of people really upset about the mike evans thing about uh benching him and then there was that one post about somebody saying to drop him and everybody went crazy but um what do you think about uh, the, the wide receiver it was, situation uh, it was kate from ball Blast. i right. mean she got some heat on it but i mean i, I can see what she's saying in redraft like Right. redraft name doesn't matter to me you know what i right. mean i i wouldn't drop him um you know I, I, he'd ride my bench though i'd have no problem putting him on my bench yeah and i did bench him and i have him in a lot of places and i love him but two weeks of not getting the ball it's just if you're if you're not going to get it you're not going to get it so what's going to happen like next week antonio brown comes in there and then now finally gronk is getting the ball all the time so that whole situation whether it's the running backs or the wide receivers it's just you can't really consistently trust any of them in your starting lineup no, right you now. Can't. You can trust Brady because my God, he has all those weapons. <laughs> exactly. So many different ones. And you know, if somebody's not open, there's somebody else. I mean, it's, it's a crazy, like 
MVP from every team um, he's throwing to kind of deal. And so, yeah, you want Tom Brady, but, yeah, the, who knows what's oh. going to happen on the receiving end of it. It's, it's unfortunate. unfortunate. I want Jameis Winston back in there so I can count on Mike Evans and Chris Godwin every week. Well, looks like Shane just had to get up for a second. So we were going <laughs> to wrap everything up anyways and uh, move some of these trades over to the Patreon uh, Patreon show. Um, so what before we wrap everything up, though, you know, one thing – Jeremy, you and I were talking earlier about how we were really happy about getting these questions and stuff. And, and it's it's a focus that we should be love doing it. more with the show, correct? Oh, I love it, man. I, I love when our listeners, um, you know, reach out and ask us specific trade questions and whether they should make a trade or not, what we think about it. Um, you know, I got one this past week about, you know, whether a, one of our listeners should move Mahomes for Deshaun Watson, uh, Miles Sanders, and... Um, a couple of picks, a first and a second. And so, you know, talk, talked about that trade with them. I, I love when our listeners reach out to us. I think, you know, keep doing that. Tweet us questions, uh, direct message us, whatever. Um, and, and, you know, maybe we'll get that trade on our show and talk, we'll, we'll think enough about that one being a tough, tough one that we'll, we'll discuss it on the show for fun. So yeah, keep, keep them coming. You know, we're going into our 150th episode next week. And so we've been doing this for almost three years, you know, and uh, and we're always good with mixing some things up and changing tra- changing some things. And I think that should be a little bit more of a focus for the show, too, is to go over, you know, your guys's trades, your guys's questions. Send us those questions. Send them to us on Twitter. Send them to us to yep. uh, to our email address. And also, obviously, Shane is in love with all of our patrons. Jeremy and I like him, too. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Shane always says. You know, as our patrons, we do this for you guys too. So, Shane, while we're wrapping this up, why don't you tell everybody about our Patreon account? Uh, yeah, we got Patreon account. Um, this week we've been I've been working with uh, Keith on some trades, trying to get his rosters. Uh, a couple he's got a couple different things going on with his rosters. He's got a couple teams that he's rebuilding, a couple teams he's going for, a couple more that he's in the middle. So that's fun. Just talking to him because he's a patron. Um, got the group meet chat. We got the podcasts. Uh, the bonus podcast and the uncensored podcast um, strictly for the patrons. So become a patron and get it. Tell everybody about our store. Yeah, right now you can find all of the cool new logo merchandise over at dthq.storeenvy.com. That's dthq.storeenvy.com. T-shirts, mugs, hats, you name it. I I swear Shane must have uh, got us underwear and other things. Um, (laughs) Just check it out. There's bound to be something uh, you can purchase with our, our new awesome logo. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and then also go check out our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Give us a rate and review. And uh, check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. You can send us our, your questions and everything. And I know usually we say say goodbye, everybody, but Shane said he wanted to say something before we wrap up. Um, yeah, no, I just wanted to uh, uh, thank everybody that reached out to me the other day. Um, I think anyone that follows me or kind of knows me kind of knows that I'm dealing and I deal with uh, depression um and some days it's obviously worse than others and the other day was a particularly bad day for me um and i really appreciate you know there's a lot of people that reached out to me and it means a lot and um just in general like if you you know you know someone's going through stuff you know they deal with depression um reach out to them once in a while because it does mean a lot more than um than you might even think so that's all. I just wanted to thank everybody. Even if I didn't respond to you, I got it. It's just uh, I might not have responded to you because at that point I was probably in a spiral of shame and didn't want to, you know, keep uh, keep going into it. But I just wanted to thank everybody that reached out to me. 
That's awesome. And yeah, you know, we all love you here. Yeah, I'm a crybaby. Thank you for reaching out to me, everybody. <laughs> no, so you're not the There'll be less emotional baggage on that episode if you want to check it out. So come check it out. Yeah, so we're going to go do the Patreon show. And uh, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Say See goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Say goodbye, Shane. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>